Wilder Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. Nick DiPaolo is here. I was just telling Nick I was worried about... I haven't, I wouldn't, I haven't worried about any guests coming here. I was just worried about you for some reason. Why is that? I don't know, because you're already... Uh, you're already somewhat intimidating. Cocked and loaded. Yeah, and uh, and I was like, now you got to walk through. Like, like I remember. Like sometimes comedians will get off, uh, will get up early and have to come to a studio. And I remember I used to be cowhead, and I was like, I picture them looking at the club owner and going, "What show are we going to?" And they're like, "The cowhead show." And the guy's like, "Jesus <laughs> Christ!" And just rolling his eyes, you know. And then I, and then uh, today they were like, "Oh, you're going to Calta's house," and you were probably like, "All right, that's not so bad." And then they're like, "Yeah, we got to roll you through his garage to get here." And I was waiting for you to go, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> yeah, I noticed a couple of look like I don't know human heads in that freezer. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh... Uh, yeah, well, thank you for coming in. I appreciate. I it. didn't know we were coming to your house he, he, until we were on the way here. I was pissing him on, and I thought we were going all the way to St. Peter. Oh no, see, right? This is easy. Yeah. I live like six miles from the club. Why? why? <laughs> It's never going to go back. I'm ne- I would never. Why? I don't want to. I don't. Uh, I, and uh, they they were announced like at the radio station. Hey, because the CDC guidelines were slowly able to get people in and rotate them in. And I was like, I'm never coming back. This is not, this is, doesn't make any sense. Look at me. You, you I get one of the few jobs you don't have to. Yeah. This morning, my I didn't set my alarm last night before I went to bed. And I uh, woke up at five fifty eight. Now, if I if I if I had to go to St. Pete six six o'clock. If I had to go to St. Pete, I would have panicked. In this case, I just got up, brushed my teeth, sauntered downstairs. Nobody would have known her, if you didn't tell us. Yeah. Turned everything all, on at five fifty nine. Everything about that story is true about brushing your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it was it was great. I told you I came down here, I brushed my teeth, then I went and changed my shirt, then I went and put shoes. Like every break, I went over and just got uh, got something. Done. And there's a golf course. Oh yeah, you, you can't you can't beat it. Although, uh, so Bobby Kelly will stay here every once in a while for a couple of days, and he can't get over the fact that you guys life partners. How did you? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty <laughs> we're pretty much uh, homos at this point. Uh, I live on the golf course, <laughs> and the golf that. course has a lake, and uh, yeah. there's an eight foot alligator in my backyard. It's in the lake. It's not, it, and it comes up and it'll sun itself on the on the grass. Oh, very nice, like a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't understand. He's like, you got to move. You got to move. I'm like, what are you going to move? He goes, there's a dinosaur in your backyard. I go, they're everywhere in Florida. You just stay away from them and they leave you alone. He's like, that's ridiculous. You can't live there anymore. I'm like, oh, you're insane. <laughs> you're insane. I'm, I'm just. That's one Is of the he things. Serious? Which, yeah. Oh, he's he. What's it, he nuts? That's one of the coolest things about Florida. Right. Yeah, I, I Alligators, if you don't mess with them, they usually won't bother you. Yeah. Now, I do get nervous sometimes because I got a little kid, and the alligator might be sizing the kid up and saying, I can get that one. But yeah. for the most part, it's not; it doesn't come anywhere near the house. Well, uh, what's your kid, girl or guy? I have, I have both. A I have a, guy. I have a, a, I have a girl and a guy. I have a <laughs> oh, seven-year-old and a, and a 14-year-old. Well, when the girl gets older and starts, you know, dating. Yep, that's where you de- de- Bring the boyfriend out back and show him the yeah. gator and go, listen. I said eleven o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Bobby and I have become life partners. Life partners now, huh? We um, we go on vacation together. That's uh, do you really? That, yeah, our families go on vacation together. How did that? I don't. I don't really. So, but you know, he is how he's real. He's like sensitive yet yes. abrasive. Yes. So I take advantage of do that. Do I when, ever? When it, <laughs> whenever he would call the show, he'd he'd. Uh, 
I don't know, I'd say something like, oh, I'm glad we're glad we're friends. And he's like, yeah, we're totally, if you're like one of my best friends. And I go, well, like, and I'd go, like, where do I rank on best friend? And he'd be like, well, there's Colin. And then I go, well, I mean, like, how, what did Colin get you for Christmas? And he's like, nothing. I'm like, well, I got you a Christmas. So I forced my way to be his best friend. I don't know if that was a prize or not. And, uh, yeah, now we do the podcast together and. If you ask Colin, you know, rank best friends, Kelly would make the top one. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, when did you move? When did you leave I New York? I moved, uh, it'll be two years in April. Now, why Savannah? Uh, we went down there, me and my wife, like 13 years ago for, yeah. for a long weekend. She always was obsessed with the South. Her, some relatives on her mother's side, her father's side from the South. And and um, from Georgia actually, but so we went to Savannah and and we I'm like this is a cool play, you know. Yeah, we, we I've been there. It. It's beautiful. Yeah, and then cut to uh, 13 years later, she gets busted with uh, two pounds of coke and Claudia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So we, uh, yeah. I mean, people were leaving and drug, you know, the taxes and it's living in Westchester County, the, one of the most expensive play. It just yeah. I can't believe, I look back on it, I can't believe I sat on the Sawmill Parkway at like rush hour yeah. to get in to do my radio show and to the comedy cellar every night for fit. At least it, that wasn't rush hour, but still, it was still an over, you know, like an hour or five minute drive from Westchester to the comedy cellar. I can't believe I did it. Yeah, and then you get there. And you have to find a place to park. Yeah, which wasn't have, too bad because yeah. I knew the little secret spots. But right. yeah, and then I'd wa- walk through Washington Square Park, and all the black dudes thought I was a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like throw their bag in the. Foot. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, take it easy. Uh, um, so, uh, so you say, all right, so I'm going to Savannah. Then Ren Rogan leaves, and he goes to Texas. Yeah, and everybody's starting. The, the floodgates are open now. Yeah. Now, can you imagine if you were in New York these last two years? You've been going out of your mind. Oh my God! It's been a, it's in. It's insane. Look for us down here in Florida, where where everybody kind of points and laughs at us, but we're we're getting by and we're doing our of thing. Of course, yeah. And then you look at New York. New York is insane. Yeah. Well, all the all the places where they're cracking down the most. Yeah. California, like Bryce, it's like the epicenter of the world though. So how do all your mask and rules work out? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a pretext for turning this country into a socialist. You know what? Listen, dude, it is. It's so obvious. Yeah. Now, how uh, you did not think that Trump was gonna? Where, at the, when did you give up on the the hope that Trump would actually win the presidency? Um, about two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I ask you that because people are still emailing me today, still insisting that Trump is the president and that there'll be a takeover. Well, that's and, that's a little crazy. Yeah. I I don't even go that far, but it, but don't tell me that wasn't stolen. No, I, I, I don't want to get it. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I no. Wanna... I, I was just, I was just curious what you thought about the the conspiracy thing about how. Uh, I mean, I would imagine a lot of those people who are saying that are listening to your show. The, what the QAnon? Yeah, they're not just QAnon, but the people who are still like, if you look at the Constitution and Trump didn't say this and he did oh, say this. Oh, I, I don't know. Back. I don't know because I don't take calls. I don't know what my fans think. I you just don't jam take it down calls. Their, I just jam it down their throat. Is that yeah. what you do? You just monologue. I the don't want to hear anybody's opinion. You're all stupid. <laughs> no, uh, I love my fans actually. Um, no, it's too it's too difficult. You got radio equipment, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Try yeah. doing an internet. I mean, I took calls at my house, and I was. But that's brutal. Even I'm listening to Rush Limbaugh a year ago, and they're getting all these echoes with oh, the, I know. you know and the plus minus whatever. I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's easier to just this. rant. <laughs> it's easy, yeah. and which is what I do. And we have people writing questions and stuff. But yeah, um, I just. Uh, 
I'm at my wits end with where this country's. <laughs> so, so what do you what do you think is going to be? What's the number one thing that we have to look out for? With, with I'd Biden. say Biden in a staircase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping he's in a wheelchair by next week. <laughs> gonna have, uh, it's all, I mean, it's just, it's so obvious what went down with all them. But um, what do we have to look for? I don't, I don't know. with what, domestic terrorists. I don't know what to believe. That's my problem. Nobody, well, nobody ever wants straight, to prove yeah. anything. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you tell me what you have a problem. <laughs> I believe that there is a. I'm sure that there's an uh, an amount of corruption in every election that we've ever had, and I don't this know that there's. True. I don't know that there's enough to uh, change the outcome, which therefore makes that the the margin of error, and it's not that big now of a deal. Now CNN's creeping into your head, but no, no, no. I, I just I believe that in in whatever it is, and then. Uh, and then supposedly there were some uh, investigations here, and they found that there was nothing wrong. And then, really, yeah, who said that? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the group of people that are saying that there was corruption, there was something wrong, seemed to be shrinking. All you got to look at is, as far as the media goes on the left, they re- all read from the same bullet points in right. the morning. They get them from the New York Times or the White, whatever, and they all use the same buzzwords. Every yeah, baseless claims, base. Really, a hundred affidavits? You're talking to a, a, a guy who drove a mail truck who said they made him wait and made him sign something he's never signed before? Right. Well, what, what's he making that up? A, a, a pictures of, first of all, they have a cardboard window, cardboard blocking the windows in Detroit and at the polling center. Right. And then Atlanta, they're pulling out suitcases from under a table. That's that's baseless evidence, even if only one of those things was true. So how come that no, nobody can come forward with that and say, here, like, oh, nobody because you'll to... die. Yeah. That's yeah. why. I mean, read your Illuminati stuff. This stuff, eesh. It's not even about the United States anymore. It's creepy. So what? So Biden now, uh, is, is, I people have said, and I think, unfortunately, too many people feel this way. Yeah. With Biden back in office now, everybody takes the red pill and everything goes back to normal now. The the wool is pulled back over everybody's eyes and it just goes on like it's always been. Oh, yeah. Well, they're they telling you to. Oh, it's, but it's, it's even worse. I mean, because he's not running the country. Who is? <laughs> the, the far, far left. The Pelosi. A, not even Pelosi. She's uh, AOC and, and yeah, that crew. Yeah. And he's a puppet. He's perfect. They played it beautifully. It's like the Godfather. Oh, Hyman Roth played this one beautifully. Right. <laughs> I'm just a you're living on a pension. <laughs> There's not a plaque. Uh, oh, uh, is that the greatest movie of all time? It's between that and Porky's too. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock. Uh, I talked. I talked to your friend uh, Joe List last night. Did you really? Joe has. How's Joey a- doing? Joe, ha- you need to talk to him. You need to straighten him out. Joe has a new podcast where he basically just eviscerates uh, good movies. Uh, it's him and another guy. It's not him and Mark Norman anymore? No, they still do that. But it's oh, yeah. him and a, a, a super Jewish guy, Renan Hirschberger. And, yeah. I had the Hirschberger. It was delicious. <laughs> and they do, they do a thing where they talk about... Um, Renan uh, Hirschberg. Renan Hirsch, Like, I didn't know... Sure Renan, that's not his agent? He looks like... Renan looks like Ernie from Sesame Street came to life. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, how do you say your name? And he's like, Renan, like a Renan sentence. And I go, oh, okay. And he's like, Renan Hirschberger. I go, you, you're never getting laid. He's a comic? He's a comic, I, yeah. I, I, it, I've actually... I think I met him. 
that That's seems like his personality, now. that he'd be the kind of guy where you're like, I think I met him yeah. one time. Yeah. So, uh, and they do, where they just talk about uh, movies, and they brought up some good points. Like, they just destroy good movies, but they brought up good points last night. They were saying that um, uh, John Candy, yeah. not not that funny. Ooh. Um, and I kind of agreed with them. John I Can- disagree with John that. Candy, not I funny, but f- but uh, pleasant and and joyful. You know what I mean? Like he adds to a something. I gotta him tell alone. you, John Candy reaction is one of the best. Re- he's like the best reactor. I think he does a lot of great subtle stuff that I find very funny. I thought he was pretty funny too, and he was, and he was so good in trains and planes. And he was like right. a real sentimental, right. uh, soft side. Yeah, to him. yeah he could yeah. turn on a dime too. He was like a good actor. He yeah. made you feel for him, but also like SCTV. John Candy was very funny. Oh yeah, I forgot about Uncle Buck. Yeah. And then they brought up um, uh, what's his name, John Hughes movies. John Hugh- he- Renan Hershberger said John Hughes is racist. And I was like, why? And oh, then I think Jesus. about it. But then you think about it. In all of John Hughes' movies, there's no black people in any of his Yeah, but also, let me, let me point this out. That's John Hughes, Illinois, where right. I grew up and had one black kid in my high school. You yeah. know what I mean? So he's doing what he knows, and that's how he lived and grew up. You know? Well, it's funny that Hollywood didn't, you know, didn't force the rules on him. Didn't hey. blackball John Hughes. Well, it was the 80s, mostly. That's there, why. there were no black people in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I mean, on eighty five, they came in. Who uh, Joe is one of those guys that you like that you take out with you. I used to. Yeah. Uh, when he was young and 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 uh, yeah, he's really grown up. He, it's he's like my son. I have no kids, but he's like my. I, I get this uh, feeling of pride when I see him on TV. And yeah. All polished. Because when I, I found him in Boston years ago, and he, you know, he, by the end of the night, he was a fall-down drunk. I couldn't uh-huh. talk to him after the show. And he was semi fun I could see something in him, like a likable nerd. He had a nice sense of humor. Uh-huh. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, I sort of um, took him under my wing. And he wasn't really growing for a few months. You know, I said, you got to write some new stuff. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'd call him, like, on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, what are you doing? And I, Oh, having a few beers watching Goodfellas. You know, it's 11 a.m. <laughs> really, again? Haven't you seen that one? Uh, and uh, and then I think Colin Quinn talked to him. I had Colin talk to him with someone uh, about, you know, about straighten the Straightening out. Yeah, and then I, so I didn't work with him for like six months. And then we did a, we did a college, uh, some gig out in the Midwest somewhere. And he comes on stage. I didn't, his posture was different. He had a whole new half hour. And I go, I knew it was in was, you. It was in you. I knew it was, yeah. and 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 he's so polished now, and and he always had this funny, nebbish, nervous way about him. Yeah, yeah. That he, I thought would be great. TV loves that, you know. Also, he's like a, um, uh, like a he's sniper. He's a, he's able to insult you right to your face, and you're like, <laughs> I feel like I should be mad, but I'm not because he's funny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he gets away with being uh, nerdy and, and yeah. mean at the same time. But we had a great time. I, I, one of the reasons I took him on the road was because he loved college football. Oh, yeah. And uh, it made the weekends go by when we're on the road. So yeah. we, we loved the same thing. He would eat. I'd watch him eat like a, uh, well, he does that in his act. He'd buy a thing of, uh, you know, mac and cheese for like a family of 11. Right. And he'd just <laughs> he'd eat, that. eat that in a half hour and then, <laughs> then wonder why he had stomach problems. Like. Uh, Nick DiPaolo is Very here. He's going to be at Side Splitters this weekend. Who else, who else do you like? Anybody else you take out with you? 
Are you friends with? Or no, you not, no, no. Well, actually, this kid, uh, Josh Kincaid, up in New York from Westchester, um, when I'm in that area, he's if I go guy. back there, he's my guy. Who do you? Who are you friends with? Who do you hang out with? Nobody. I know, right? You're, Nobody. you're, you and your wife get along that well? No, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. My wife, trust me, my wife. I'd be dead without her as far as uh, business sense. And, yeah. And she's a freak, man. She's a... I hear her arguing with... Lo- she went to small claims court 11 times in her life. Won 11. No. <laughs> no, she's creepy and and just... And not... She didn't go to college. Right. But reads... Literally reads seven books a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listens to another five. Never stops. Can do anything. Can fix anything. Can uh, um, is she along your uh, line of thinking politically? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that makes things easier. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, yeah. No. Business wise, and and I, you know, Tommy, right? My manager, Tommy Nicky. Did you meet I, him? I don't think I met him. No. Um. Jewish and Sicilian. Uh uh-huh. oh. Six five three fifty. Wow. And um. Brian knows him. <sighs> Just he went to Penn State, got two wrong in his SAT. He's the best thing that's happened in my career. How long have you been with him? Uh, I want to say, got to be going on three or four years. Oh, not a lot. No. Okay. But he he shows up when we first started working together. You know, we're on the phone, blah blah blah. He shows up at my house in Westchester with a uh, laptop. And all he's putting a tour together for me. Right. I'm like, yeah, 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 I've heard it all before. Shows up with a laptop, all the counties that Trump won. He's booking me in all these theaters. <laughs> Smart, yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. He's got people in Calcutta that he pays $5 a week to find venues. <laughs> That's all they do for him on the computer. List, yeah. Dude, he, I mean, he, he business-wise, he's brilliant. Great. He would go to radio stations. You know how Terrestrial was getting killed? Yeah. Um, because of satellite and all that. So he would go to radio stations, to terrestrial stations, and and say they have these ad spots that are they're just running PSAs because they have nothing to sell. Right. And he says... If they have crappy shows. If they have crappy yeah. right. <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he says, I'll give you a... Um, if you let me have that space where you're doing the pick PSAs to right. plug my gigs, I'll give you a dollar, a ticket from the lot, whatever. Yeah. Have you ever heard of thinking like that? No, that's, that's brilliant. I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy is... Uh, Phenomenal. That's smart. That's He's really done smart. more for me in three years than all my managers and agents combined in the previous. Are you happier 30. now that you left? That Absolutely you moved out? not. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't seem you don't seem one ounce different than you used to be. Well, Joe Biden's running the country. I know, no, but I mean that you left. Oh. Happy personally that you left uh, New, York New York and that you're yeah, with oh, a new yeah. manager. And oh all yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. People have actually said that that you seem happier. Yeah. Okay. You gotta remember, it's seven o'clock right now. I know. It's it's eight thirty. Eight thirty. I'm usually getting up around you know nine thirty-five, quarter of ten. Are you? Uh, is that one of the worst parts about doing this job? Is that you have to get up and do morning radio? You we can be we honest. don't do it. That that's the other thing. That's why this guy's a genius. Right. Before COVID hit, I just started selling. Like the podcast kind of caught fire. Uh-huh. I was doing small theaters. Making mo- making enough money where I, I wouldn't have to yap, uh, right, complain right. about getting on a plane. Right. Let's put it that way. Right. It finally shut me up. And then, you know. And then everything gets the pulled away. Chinks ruin it. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, the Chinese. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, you know. Yeah, I got you. Do you. Uh, it's a joke, folks. I, 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 you're all right. It's an do old you, school. Now, now, do you find uh, the people still get a, do they get offended by you? Uh, no, because, or they know what they're coming to see. Yeah, they know yeah. what they're coming to see. I can't. I never thought of it. I don't think that. Thank God. You know, I, I always think that if I ever went to a comedy show, 
and saw something that I didn't that I, I didn't like. First of all, it's a comedy show, so I'd feel like I'd have to deal with it. And if I didn't, I would quietly leave. But I'm still surprised by how many people are so loud and shocked that they heard something that they don't like. And all those people vote the same way. Yeah. Every <laughs> single one of them. I have no use for them anymore. Uh-huh. I really you don't care. I don't. I'm, how often do you do your show? Your uh, podcast? Monday through Thursday. Yeah. We drop it at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, at nickdip.com and the comics gym. Dot com is with the new platform because okay. I've been chased all over the place. Right, right. Because you know I'm a terrorist now. I'm a domestic terrorist. Sure, you. It's hard to be. It's hard to support a guy like you. <laughs> no, not for me. I'm just saying. Oh, like, I know what you mean. In 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 yeah. business because you're you're. I don't understand. We don't. I can think you're nuts. I can think you're crazy. But I can't uh, supporting you now put you in a group of people and they automatically turn their backs on you. Yeah, They're like, oh, this yeah. guy shouldn't be allowed to do that. Right. And uh, What do we call those people? Uh, the, Democrats. Yeah. I, I, I was saying the other day that I think that as a country we should be absolutely outraged that they shut down Trump's Twitter. You don't, you can, you can hate Trump and you can say whatever he wants. Yeah, I know it's well, a private company, but the simple fact that they shut down his Twitter, so he couldn't communicate with people. Well, yeah. And we just were going, well, he shouldn't have said this. He shouldn't have said You don't understand. If they're doing that to the president, what does that mean for you? Well, yeah. And not enough people are upset about that. Well, no. You're about two generations too late. Yeah. I mean, but it's insane, and that's, yeah. that just goes... No, these to, idiots, these millennials, and I don't bash them as much as most people do, but, you know, every time they poll them about free speech and whether, you know... Certain speech should be outlawed. They say, yeah, 40% of them think it should be censored. And- yeah, and it's insane. But it's not the millennials. It's the ones after um, us. Yeah. It's the, the gender. No, uh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's younger, a little of you. It's a little, it's a little of us. Yeah, a little of you. There's some millennials, right. but millennials are also in their All right. 30s. So I didn't realize that. No. I've, been chasing, <laughs> I've been chasing the wrong broads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Gen Z. Blame them. <laughs> I also think Boy, so. I brought that up. And I didn't even know there was a woman listening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. She's the only one. Uh, I, I also think that there's some of, uh, of my, my wife's age, too, uh, uh, where my wife doesn't believe that they should be censored, but no, my she's wife she's in her late seventies, right? She's in her late seventies. <laughs> my wife is uh, was okay with them shutting down Trump because she didn't like him. So she, yeah, and I that's, thought, that's how do you not? How, yeah, but how do you not separate the two? How do you not see what this can mean for everybody else? That just was so disturbing to me that everybody was so accepting of that. Women can convince themselves of anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we really can. You can. Yeah. I've seen it with my own eyes. Well, my wife performed. <laughs> um, uh, Nick DiPaolo is here. He is going to be at Sidesputters this weekend, nine six zero eleven ninety seven, to make your reservations to see him. Just Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday, yes. Nice, more and than enough. Two shows each night. No, uh, so no podcast. Or now, do you? How long is it? Like an hour? Yes, an hour. And you? Do you find any problem with just ranting for an hour every day? I don't. I. Um... You're by yourself. That's hard to do. Oh, I got a producer in the room, and um, it's. I have so much to say right I, now. That's the that thing. Sometimes it goes by too fast. Yeah. And I like. I don't want it to be more than an hour. That's just being self-indulgent. I. I but I read the. You know. I. I lay there at night with my phone. I, yeah. I prepare the whole thing on my phone. I read websites for like two and a half, three hours. I cut and paste and send it to my producer so he has it. He puts it into the tell. I, I prepare the whole thing for my producer right, does right, nothing. Right. <laughs> and I know still how you messes feel. It up. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, so then I get up the next morning and I um, I write in where the sound drops go and and 
put them on my iPad, and, and I drive it nine minutes to work as opposed to the hour. Oh, when do you minutes. go? You actually go to a studio? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes, but Big it's time. it's it's nine minutes from my house. It's like a dentist's office building, like one of those. Right. Only in Savannah. I go up there. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. I, there's three different rooms. There's one that was just what I'm looking for, a perfect rectangle for a podcast. Perfect. Right. And then a, then another room that I could live, like a bedroom. There's a shower and a bathroom, $950. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> Savannah. great. Yeah. In New York, it would be like ten grand. That, that is not so that the best funny. thing? You When you... Uh... When you shop for an apartment in Manhattan, oh god, and then you uh, go Wolf. live anywhere else, you're like, yeah, like you wonder why anybody <laughs> would actually stay there. Oh my god, it's, it's unbelievable. I think of the uh, the money that I paid when I lived in the city and what I got for it. Yeah, and uh, like even I had dated a girl at the time that lived in nicer neighborhoods, but she had to share an apartment with other people. Yeah. And my buddy Sean, from high school all the way up until a couple of years ago, lived on the Upper East Side in a studio apartment. That's a grown man who is an athletic director at a, at a rich girl's high school, and he was living in a studio <laughs> apartment. He could literally do everything from his bed. He could make uh, yeah. breakfast while he was in yeah. bed, and that was just that's an acceptable life yeah. there. You meet a girl and you bring her back to a studio apartment, you would think that that's a deal breaker. And then, but girls in New York are so used to that. I I remember there's a girl that ran Caroline's. Uh-huh. Uh She was like the manager of the club. And we, we kind of hooked up a little bit right before I met the wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we go back to her. She goes. She, she warned me like eight times. It's 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 literally almost like a club. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's yeah, a small yeah. scene. She, she it was half Mike. It was, it was half this closet. Room. Yeah, Mike. I'm not kidding you. Yeah. Picture this. Uh huh. I swear to God, there's the back. It's unbelievable. The, and she probably it was paid out like the it was formerly like a janitor's closet, right? And they Li- just, literally, and yeah. then she, yeah, they whack at her, whatever. I I had a girlfriend who uh, shared an apartment on the Upper East Side, a two bedroom apartment. Apartment was beautiful. It was a fourth floor walk up, but she had a lazy eye in a club. <laughs> <laughs> the room that she had yeah. was I don't even know how they. It was not even a shape. It was a it was a squeezed rhombus. It was big at one end, narrow in the middle, and then big at the other. And I and I thought I don't I don't even know how you, the bed Are you would talking not, about her or the room. No, oh, both of right. probably both. The bed wouldn't fit flush against any wall because it couldn't. It could. It was. It was. And it was expensive as hell. That's crazy. That's crazy living. Uh, uh, how long have you been married? Ah, uh, two thousand three. So it'll be oh, eight, me too. Eight, so, eighteen years. Yeah, in man, March. me too. In March, March twenty second is my anniversary. Yeah, March fifteenth. Yeah, it's, a, it's same amount of time. Unbelievable. Eighteen years, isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah. Uh, uh, and I always wonder with you because you're, I, you, you're a good looking guy, and it you was. held up now. Well, no, you walked in. I was first thing I said was, "Look at you. Look at you're in great shape." Well, thank you. I'm. I'm juicing. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> my kidneys are bleeding, and but I feel good, and I look at them. No, I, let me see here. You got the the forearm flag. Yeah, I got the that flag. a couple months ago. I just had had it watching. Yeah, Biden, and, and I, got, I go. I got to do something that'll warn people to stay away from me if do they you, don't think like me. Do you know how many people? I don't know, I know. about the swastika on the neck. Is that too much? <laughs> <laughs> just the chair. I got it in pink, so it wouldn't affect me. A lot of people I know. Got the We the People or the flag or something. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, down here in Florida. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. uh, will you get a whole sleeve now? I am. I'm gonna, you have to. I'm going to. Once you get that one big one, you right. got to do the whole to, thing. I, but I don't know. It's kind of a weird. How am I going to fit it in here? It doesn't matter. They'll find. So <laughs> they'll I, find. They'll find. A, you I got had, the whole. Yeah. I didn't know what I wanted. And I started up up here. Then I put Whoa, one here. Oh, you got the whole line. Oh, I'm here. I'm, I got, I'm everywhere. 
So I wow. I got a bunch of things that I liked, and then they just tie it all together. So that's that's just how, how they it goes. Do that? What, shadow <laughs> flames and shadows and uh, and I've got the dumbest things. I've got all, all these things. Is that a cassette it's tape? A cassette, it's a best of cassette tape. <laughs> that is the uh, uh, grinder logo. That means Steve O got matching tattoos. That's a New York City subway token. I play bass in a band, but I only really know how to play the top two strings. So it's a bass with two oh, strings. Yeah, they're all, man. but they're all, but you'll they'll just tie it in anyway. They, you know, they'll figure out something. How, how they'll gonna... run the they'll run the color into something. My else. dad died, so I wanted to this summer, so I wanted to um... do something for you. What did your dad do for a living? Um, he was well. He died jumping. Uh, he had a motorcycle. He's jumping. 18 wheelers. <laughs> Your dad, Mr. Knievel? 84 years yeah. old. Surprised a lot of people. And, uh, uh, <laughs> no, my, my dad, my, uh, excuse me. Whoa, that was loud. Sorry about that. <laughs> Goddamn cigarettes. He, oh, there you go. Yeah. How'd he vote? Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ask you about your dad because my dad was a corrections officer at Rikers Island. Oh, my 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 dad was like a business control. My uncle had this very successful uh, tool and die place. Okay. And my dad did the books and the hiring and the firing. Did you think about what you would get for your dad? Yes, a uh, picture of him slapping me in the side of the head at the dinner table because <laughs> I asked what your kind of lettuce memory. was in the. <laughs> I have my dad's shield, his badge, on my shoulder. Oh, do you really? Yeah, which is pretty cool. That's great. Unless I ever go to jail for anything. <laughs> then I feel like that. Yeah. Like, that, I didn't take that into consideration. No. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. Yeah. I, one day I looked in the mirror and I was like, well, this is not going to work out very yeah. well for me. Yeah, you put something over it. I don't know why I had 50 like, thank years. thank God it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why at 50 I still worry about that I'm going to yeah, go to jail. Yeah, what are you going to do? How's, the, how's really, the marriage going, all right, Mike? Really, everything's going great, yet I still, I still somehow wonder if I'd be able to survive in jail. I don't know what that's all that's about. That's a Staten Island in you. Is it? I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I, 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 my dad never, uh, not for long periods of time, went to jail. Um, I, I always think, hey, well, by the way, speaking of my dad, because yes. I always think my, I read Artie's books, and I used to think that my dad was the bookie that Artie used to go meet to, to pay off. And I'm and I'm still positive that my, uh, my dad wasn't a bookie, but he used to collect money for some. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure when Artie t- writes his one story about the guy, it's about my dad. It uh, probably is. Yeah. I showed my dad a picture of Artie, and he was like, I don't know, it could be any of those guys. You know? <laughs> uh, do you talk to him at all or no? Uh, yeah. When's the last time? I, I haven't talked to Artie in a while. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. He's uh, one day you like you see him everywhere, and then you don't see him for a while. Then you see him again. Then you don't. I see heard him he's again. like held up in his apartment for the last year and a half. Oh, really? Literally, yeah, like, trying to stay out of yeah out of the COVID. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that, well, smart. that's when I talked to him. That's right. We did have him on the show about a two couple months ago. Oh yeah. He called in. Yeah. That's uh, Tommy. My manager was trying to help him. Everybody was trying to help him. Yeah. I mean, Tommy actually drove down from Albany all the way down to Jersey to to go to the court hearings and stuff. To you know, oh, really? Yeah. What does Tommy? What did he do before he was your manager? Did he manage I don't other know people? I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. This guy. I feel like I should hire Tommy. Well, he 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 grew up in the comedy club business. His dad started the comedy works up in Albany, which okay. is one of the first cl- in the eighties. He, I mean, he grew up literally in the business in the kitchen. Oh, so he knows everything. Knows everything yeah. This guy, he's like. 
You ever see the movie Gaudy on HBO? Yeah, yeah. When, when they're talking about Sammy the Bull, and they're like, this guy opens a business a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, on his, on his week off, right over the holidays, this is what he does for relaxation. I'm like, I am so not of this species. Uh-huh. I laid on the couch. I must have watched a thousand college guys. He drives into Boston during a snowstorm because he's opening another bar up in Albany. Uh-huh. And there's a place called the Fours in Boston. It was a famous bar right next to the old Boston Garden. Right. And uh, they went out of business because of COVID after 50-something years. Uh-huh. And they were selling off stuff. They were having an auction and stuff. Right. This guy, Tommy sees it online, whatever, wants the bar because it's this beautiful old bar. Gets like three guys, drives in, you know, rents a truck uh-huh. and, and, and buys all the stuff, all the tables and chairs. And this is what he does <laughs> to relax. Does that sound like, like a relaxing? That's like my worst nightmare. It's smart. That's a smart business guy. He Always doesn't moving. stop, dude. Yeah. He doesn't stop. He's got a room in Vegas at the Plaza Hotel. Oh, nice. That's where I did this. Uh, we did a streaming show from there in November. Just you? Yeah, just me. Oh, wow. Yeah, not a special. Just like me, a night of comedy. Right. You know? And, um, yeah, Made it, you know, it worked out pretty good. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird now when you that might be the future. Who knows how long they're going to push this crap on us? But uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't see how. I know. I can't see you guys are performers are hurting the most. I mean, bands and all that stuff. Those people. I mean, their their whole lives have to change now. You're going to see a lot of famous people working at Lowe's. I, I had to break break up my band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me the name of my band. What's the name of your band? Nicole Sunglasses. I no. came up with that during the OJ. That's hot. Nicole Sunglasses. <laughs> during the OJ. That was going on. Go I called my buddy. He goes, this sounds like a good, good name for a band, Nicole Sunglasses. You know, he's down here. He may he may roll in. He's never rolled in, has he? OJ? OJ? He's in St. Pete. You never know. He may he's be in, a comedy fan. Is this where he lives now? No, but I, 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 his kids live down here. And I guess he's down here in Florida somewhere, and a lot of people I'll see down in St. Pete start posting pictures on the Internet. O.J. was in the bar tonight. What's that? Yeah, O.J., if you want to go see Nick Capallo, I think you'll, you'll enjoy the comedy over there. Listen, thank you very much for coming out again. Same here. Coming here. It's great Same to here, see brother. you. Good seeing you. I'm glad you escaped. Yeah. And you're I'm, living uh, happy. I am. It's, it's yeah, Everything's relative, but I'm as happy the as I The happiest you ever could be. Yeah. You are the most unhappy, happy guy I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I, You know, I, I was talking about this the other day. The first time I ever saw you ever do anything was on... Oh, don't ruin this. No, no, no. It was, gr- it was great. It was tough crowd. And it wasn't tough crowd, though. It was the NBC version. Oh, yes. Yeah. It was only like four episodes, right? Yes. And we had Colin Quinn on the show. And I said to Colin, who's the funny Italian guy that was on the show? He goes, ah, that's Nick DiPaolo. And, I, and from then on, I remember it. I mean, that that was, that those episodes on that show with you and Patrice and everybody, those were the greatest. That was right on the set where they do SNL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was right there. And Zucker, what's his name? The guy Mark, that runs CNN. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Zucker, right? Yeah, he was at NBC at the time. Yeah. God, I wish I knew what I knew then. When I opened his head like a ripe melon. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> wait, anyway. wait, wait, are you in this guy, buddies? Who's my, that? The my pillow guy? Oh my God! I mean, God oh. bless that he's on my side, but right. Jesus, what's his what's his advertising budget? He's this got guy's so, on TV more than Trump. He's got so much money, this guy, and the cross and the whole deal and the blue shirt. Did you hear the story this morning? I have a whole bit about him on a couple specials oh. ago. Listen to it. He's the only impression I could do out of anybody. I've Hello. seen his I've seen his commercial so many times. Ready? <laughs> Hello! 
<laughs> I've seen it so many times. That's perfect. It's ingrained in my hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a whole. I had a bit about him when he first came. Well, there's something I said with a with a giant cross and a gay blue shirt. I go, yeah. this guy. This guy's not a pedophile. I am. Hi, I'm Mike Lindell. Something about my patented fill. It's perfect for muffling the screams of young boys. <laughs> I can't even remember the. I can't even remember my bits anymore. This is gonna be interesting, Brian. I haven't been on stage in about oh, two months. Oh, it all comes right back. Yeah. We'll see. All right, go see Nick DiPaolo. He's gonna be at Sidesputters. Sidesputterscomedy.com or nine six zero eleven ninety seven. Make reservations. See him. Pick your table. You can pick where you want to sit and go see Nick. He's one of the best. Thank you, brother. Thank- For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Grainger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Grainger. For the ones who get it done.